Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God, Trump, and the 2020 election podcast. For Friday, August 14th, 2020, it's only 81 days until Election Day when we elect president. And this is the podcast in which I focus on why Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. You know, I wrote a book about it that came out on January 14th. That was before we had even heard the name COVID-19, and of course, everything changed. So in April, I wrote a small book, it's 125 pages, called God, Trump, and COVID-19, How the Pandemic is Affecting Christians, the World, and America's 2020 Election. You can get both of these books, and really all my books, on my website, stevestrangbooks.com. And this isn't really a commercial, but my writing the books was my way to try to make a case, not as a partisan, because I'm not, but because I feel strongly about what's happening in our country, very strongly. And I believe that reelecting Donald Trump will give us a reprieve for four years and will also eliminate the other side, Biden-Harris, from getting in where I am very concerned that if the leftists are in, and they will be leftists, Joe Biden, who has been mostly a centrist most of his very long career, has gone far to the left and has already said that he would put some very left-leaning people in positions of power, and I'm just very concerned about what will happen to the country and especially what will happen to our Christian values and our actually our freedom of religion. And I believe that there is a spiritual dynamic at play, and I play this up. In fact, in God, Trump, and COVID-19, the very last chapter is called, For Christians, What Does All This Mean?, There's another chapter on what God is saying to his prophets and another chapter called Understanding the Spiritual Aspects of COVID-19. And as we talk about this, which is something you won't hear in the media, there are very few voices out there like me talking about this, especially as it relates to the election. But it goes back to what happened in 2016, And in this podcast, I'm going to reflect on the fact that I believe that there was a hidden force that led Donald Trump's surprise victory in November of 2016. And I believe that the same supernatural force can carry him to a second term as president. And charismanews.com, our website, has talked about the impact of this on the election many times. It's a scene-shifting, pole-shattering, swap-draining force that was actually the power of prayer. As the 2016 election neared, not only did the sudden groundswell of support for Trump occur at his political rallies, but you could see it in churches and prayer groups and rallies of all sorts. Cindy Jacobs, who is a friend of mine, is the co-founder of Generals International and the Reformation Prayer Movement. She's not well known in the wider culture or in mainline evangelical circles, but she's highly respected by charismatics as a prophet and a teacher. 
And before the election, she mobilized 10,000 intercessors to prayer walk the seven critical states that helped Trump win in November 2016. These were men and women who walked around courthouses or the centers of town, praying for righteousness to prevail. In addition, a coalition of prayer leaders called As One also mobilized its networks two different times to prayer walk for 40 days. Now, Cindy Jacobs has ministered all over the world, and as the campaign grew more intense in the fall of 2016, she began receiving calls from friends in Europe and China and Latin America, saying that intercessors there were praying fervently that Trump would be elected. Many took the election so seriously that they were fasting and praying for hours on end. Cindy's close friend, Lou Engel, who is known as a revivalist and the co-founder of The Call, and that was a group that hosted 12-hour prayer rallies. They both urged supporters to begin a three-day fast to petition for God's mercy. Lou Engel rallied thousands to join him because things looked so bleak. Conservative Christians believed that if Hillary Clinton won the election, it would be game over for religious freedom. The night before the election, Jerry Johnson, who was then president of the National Religious Broadcasters, attended a prayer meeting in Washington, D.C., and he came away telling friends that he believed Trump would win. I had been praying, too, and I had a similar optimism. That's why when my friend Daryl Scott, who's the pastor of the New Spirit Revival Center in Cleveland Heights, Ohio, invited me to join him to fly to New York to watch the election returns at the New York Hilton on election night. Now, this was where the Trump victory rally was to be held. And I met them up there and also several other African-American pastors. That event, with the whole world watching, turned out to be a huge victory celebration. For part of the evening, I stood near Pastor Robert Jeffress of First Baptist Church in Dallas and He told me what a miracle it would be if Trump won. For most of the evening, the television commentators kept predicting that Clinton would be victorious. Even Fox News, which was the telecast that was broadcast live on the huge screens of the Hilton Ballroom where we were, they were reporting that Clinton had the edge on Trump and had too much ground for him to make up. Yet by 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it seemed to me that Trump's lead in the Electoral College would be enough so that even a surge on the West Coast could make up the difference. The networks were all showing the jubilation from the Hilton Ballroom. It was packed with people who had worked diligently for the campaign. Then when Trump's numbers hit 270 electoral votes, liberal commentators were stunned into silence by the realization that Trump had actually won. Where I was standing in the Hilton Ballroom, my Christian friends were shouting, a few shed tears of joy. It was as if God had answered our prayers and the impossible had happened. We had a new president, one we believe God had raised up for such a time as this. And perhaps best of all, we Thank God in our own way that Hillary Clinton was not going to be our next commander-in-chief. What I'm saying now is part of chapter two of God, Trump, and COVID-19. And I wanted to share it 
on this podcast because I believe it's germane as we count down the days to the election. Remember that this book and all of my books deal with the spiritual story behind his 2016 win and why I believe that there's a spiritual story about this election as well. I will say that I document some of the prophecies by Christian leaders in the charismatic community, people who are widely known in charismatic circles, not so well known in the wider population. Hardly anyone reports on them, and if they do, it's to kind of ridicule the fact that people could be so, uh, shall we say, crazy to believe some of these kinds of things. Yet I believe that the spiritual realm is more real than the physical realm that we all know, that we can see and touch and hear and measure with scientific terms. But to understand the spiritual realm, you've got to be spiritually attuned. You've got to have the Spirit of God who reveals these things, and I feel that it's important to talk about it. If you're interested in this, you should check out my books. Go to stevestrangbooks.com. Of course, the books are available in many other places, but that's the easiest way to go. Just go online. It's my name, Steve Strang, no E on the end of Strang, and then the word books with an S. And you can get special prices. You can get the books in bundle. I really need you to go there and get the books and get them out. We make large quantities available at a very inexpensive price. It's something to give to people. It makes the argument As you read the book, you'll see that several times I will even give talking points on how to talk to your Democrat friends who maybe don't view Donald Trump in the same way that you and I do. So that's why I'm doing this podcast. I hope that you post it on social media. I hope that you forward the podcast. I hope you'll get the books and try them. And tune in again tomorrow as we count down the election day by day. And while we pray for a victory for Donald Trump, we need to pray. Prayer changes things. There's a power in prayer. And it doesn't matter if the talking heads at CNN or the other networks approve or not. They probably don't. But you and I know that prayer changes things because we serve a mighty God. A God who I believe raised up America. Our country was based on religious freedom, the desire to serve God. The country was dedicated to God by very fervent Christians. And this is a story that's not taught in our history books, or at least it's downplayed. But it's an important message to get out. And again, it's why I wrote these books and why I hope that you will take time to buy them and read them. Thank you to listening today to my God Trump in the 2020 election podcast. Only 81 days before the election. God bless you.